Coaches, entrepreneurs, high performers, and all those who are striving to make a positive impact on your community, welcome to Elevate. I'm your coach, Colin Mason, and my mission is to help you feel more in control. Expect to see massive growth in your mindset. Expect to see a difference in your energy levels and expect to discover how to create and maintain positive momentum. This podcast is designed to deliver action-packed strategies to help you systematically produce results that align with your ultimate vision. I can't wait to get started. Let's go. What is going on? Welcome back to Elevate. This is your host, Colin Mason, episode 134. Today, I bring on a guest and her name is Nikki Morton. She's incredible. Um, I saw her posting on Instagram. She was talking about her quarterly review, which is basically the a recap of the last three months and then looking forward to the next three months. And um, so I brought her on. I had to bring her on because uh, I wanted to dive deep into goal setting, how to bulletproof your environment around you to support your goals and um, surrounding yourself with people in your community that can support you as well. And so we dive deep into goal setting, quarterly reviews, five second rule, a lot of amazing things in this episode. So without further ado, let's get it going. Hey, Nikki, I'm so glad that you're taking the time to meet with me today. How are you? I am doing well, Colin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Honestly, I'm really pumped. So we're going to be diving into goal setting. We're going to be diving into quarterly review. What does that mean? How can it impact you, your business, your life? Um, but is there anything, is there anything that my community needs to know before we get going just about you? Who is Nikki Morton? Absolutely. So I, if you, you've been following me for a little bit, but for those of you who don't know me, my name is Nikki. I am a mindset and communication specialist. Um, I've been coaching and working the business now for probably a little over a year. Um, just really diving in. If you guys know me, you know I have a lot of energy. I'm really into that goal getter vibe. Um, if you're someone who, you know, you listen to Colin, you're probably going to love me too because I am a goal getter. That's something I'm all about. And I love getting there, love motivating, love, love doing all the positive stuff, man. So much fun. So, goal setting, it's important. Goal setting is important. It is something that I. I don't know. I just feel like I have struggled with. It's like wow, goals. Like I know we need goals, but I don't know how to set them. I don't know where to start. Um, and so for, for me, for my community, for you, what is goal setting to you? And, and kind of just take us through where, where do we start when it comes to goal setting? Absolutely. I feel like with goal setting, what is really difficult and what's hard to manage a lot of the time is that we have these giant goals that we want to achieve, whether it be life dreams or you know, I want to lose 75 pounds or I want to do this big giant thing, but I'm at point A and it's all the way over there at point B, right? And it looks so far away. People get really overwhelmed. And I feel like that's a really big struggle that people have with goal setting. When in reality, all it is, is breaking down what it is you do daily so that you can create that future for yourself. A lot of times we get overwhelmed, right? With oh my gosh, I have all these things I need to do to get to my goal. When in reality, it's like, what can I do today? So for me, goal setting is I have this big goal, but I have a lot of little goals that I have to hit along the way. So it's not just about, I want to lose 75 pounds because 75 pounds seems impossible, but five pounds in one week or two pounds in one week, that's doable. Five pounds a month, that's doable. And how do you do that? by creating a routine and habits and things like that, that set you up for success to actually get that goal and make it something that you can actually reach. People set goals all the time and go, I'm gonna eat a salad every single day. And then they miss one day and they just give up, go back to their fast food. 
And that's not sustainable, right? So like, it's all about for me, sustainability and just making sure the goals that you set are, they can be as big and they should be as big as you absolutely can dream them, but you should have small goals that you need to hit along the way to get there. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. I, I was, um, I was thinking about like break, like the breakdown of it. It's like, okay, I got this goal. Like, like this is the vision, like this is where I'm going, but like, okay, on a daily basis, like what's the, what's the breakdown of that? Like what's my daily action plan that will lead me to that goal, right? It's like goals within goals, like mini goals. No, I love that. That's, that's fantastic. So what, what are some, what are some goals that you've set for yourself recently that you've been, that you've been working to? So I have a few goals right now. Um, during the pandemic, I think a lot of us struggled with just maintaining our consistency in our routines. So for me, I, um, if you guys um, do head over to my page, you will see that I've gone through a pretty big weight loss transformation over the last um, about 10 years now. And during that process, a lot of what, what it looked like was just realizing that every single day I had to show up and make the same decisions, right? And um, just making sure that when I decided that I was going to show up the breakdown of what it looked like was if I'm aiming to lose a pound, what action can I take that would help get me to that point, right? So it's like, if I'm planning to lose a pound, I can't eat a cheeseburger every day. That's not going to do me any good. I can't eat a salad every day because I don't like salads that much and it's not realistic. But what I can do is have a salad for lunch every other day, make sure that I'm hitting the gym every other day that I'm not there or that I'm not eating as well and making sure that my, my workout routine is consistent. Like that's where it should be. And I know for me, it was something that I struggled with was consistency during this pandemic. So something I've been working on and a goal I've been setting is that I really want to get back into my gym routine and really get back into my four to five times a week of really consistently working out because that's when I show up my best. And of course, growing my business, but definitely my fitness goals are kind of at the priority right now. Cool. One of the, one of the biggest aha moments that I've had in the, in the past couple of months is like, is like, yeah, like you mentioned the business goal, right? And it's like, I have business goals. Like I have like entrepreneurship type goals. Like I have networking type goals. Like I have content creation type goals, like podcasts and YouTube, like all this stuff, right? right. I got all these goals. Um, but really what drives all those goals is me and my energy, my body, my mind, like that's what drives everything. And so one of the biggest things that I, and you, you just kind of mentioned it with like the consistency in the gym routine is like, I recognize in myself when I don't show up consistently for myself and just do those daily actions that fill my cup, right? Going to the gym, working out, exercise, going outside, um, all these, all these different things, they fill my cup. And when my cup is full, like it flows into all those other things. It flows into all the goals and like my content creation starts happening. So I like, and my business starts growing. It's like, it's, I'm hitting all these other goals because of that foundational thing. And so I don't know, I, I liked how you mentioned that with the with the gym and the consistency. I also wrote, cause I have an, I have a new iPad, which is super exciting, super exciting. And I wrote down sustainability in all capital letters and I circled it six times because I think that, that is like is the, <laughs> it is so important. Can you talk to us a little bit more about sustainability? Like why, like where does that yes. sit in terms of this process? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you asked me that because one of the biggest, biggest, biggest pillars and the thing that I stress the most probably on my page is sustainability. And the reason that I do it is I'm not talking about recycling, right? Like, yes, it's similar, but the whole idea around sustainability is that it's long lasting. It's sustainable. It doesn't have to be forced in order to continue on, right? It does. It has a process. It has, it can continue on without needing too much of your mental attention, 
And that's why habits are important in this, in this case, because what sustainability does is it goes, I'm moving your goal from being just a one-off goal that you have, and I'm moving it into being a part of your life. Because if you want something to be part of your life and truly last in your life, it actually has to work. And that's what I meant earlier when I was saying, you can't just say, I'm going to eat a salad every day and go to the gym every day if you haven't been going to the gym and eating salad. It's not realistic. It's not going to be sustainable for you because it's so far out of your normal then that you can't, it's, if I, I kind of say it like, if you're trying to fit a circle into a square, it's going to mm-hmm. pop back out because it's not just the way you have to try and force it in. It's going to push itself right back out. It has to be something that's actually sustainable in your life that you can actually do. That's why um, for me, it was like my fitness routine, right? Before I had my full-time job, before all this stuff, I was going to the gyms like six, seven days a week, but I didn't have anything else going on. That's not sustainable for me now. I can't do that if I want to show up for myself or show up for my goals and be my best self, right? So it's finding a way to make the things that you want and your goals. How can you make that a part of your lifestyle more than anything else? How can you make it sustainable? So that, that's what I talk about a lot on my pages. It's not about, you can be a goal getter, you can want results, you can do all this stuff, but it actually has to last if you want this to be something in your life that is going to last. When you get down to the end of the road 30 years from now and you look back, Will you be happy that you had that habit in place? I know for me, when I get to 75 years old and I go, I'm still kicking. I can still do a 10 mile walk on the beach. I will be proud that I took the time to get up early and go get that workout in today. But a lot of times that's the sustainability part is people love to think about those far off goals, but they don't want to think about the work it takes to get there and making sure that it actually stays there. So that's what sustainability is for me. Mm. I don't know if that kind of resonates for you at all, but it, I just love that. Ever since I've kind of latched onto that word, it's been a huge, huge part of my life for sure. Yeah, I I love this. And we're going to talk about habits in a minute because I think that that's a really, really crucial thing. Like habits versus goals. Like what is that? What's the difference? Like how do I how do I manage both of those kinds of things? Um, but um, there was something. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I talked to um, quite a few people who are trying to go from zero to 100. It's like, okay, like I, I want to you know, maybe there's a huge transformation that's in their mind, right? I want to lose 75 pounds. I want to go to the gym seven days a week. Like, let's just use that one as an example, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Like, I just think it's, it's just, it's a, it's a common thing that, that we can, we can kind of, um, we can use. Right. Um, and, and, and it's like the January 1st happens and it's like, okay, what's your goals? What's your new year's resolution? And I made a video a while back about like how, in my opinion, new year's resolutions, just they're not um, approached in the best way possible because it's like right. I'm at zero and I want to be to I want to get to a hundred. Okay, let me go from zero to hundred in one day, January December thirty first to January first. Like there needs to be a a change, a fundamental shift in a lot of different parts to go from going to the gym zero days a week and eating McDonald's every day to going to the gym seven days a week and eating salads every day, just like the example you gave, right? It's like, there's a huge, there's a huge shift that needs to happen, but it needs to be like gradual needs to be, um, what was the book I read? It was amazing. Was it atomic habits? Yeah. Yeah. Atomic habits. Habits, Like so good. It's one of my favorites, but it's like, and then the compound effect, like that's a really good one as well. It's like, I don't know. It just needs to be like a sustain. It just comes back to sustainability. Like you can, you can have like, Goals aren't great. Setting big goals are amazing. Like you will get them. However, the process that it takes to get there, I think that's where habits get injected, right? It's like, okay, all right. So if I want to get these big goals, like, and you're telling me I have to create these habits, like, where do I start with that, Nikki? Like what habits, like, how does this work into 
goal setting? Absolutely. So here's the thing. I, one of my favorite questions to ask people, and I did this a lot um, early on, I had a lot of DMs and I was asking people really early on in the year, what are your goals for the year? And every single person had some giant goal. And then I'd go, that's awesome. What's your action plan on how you're going to get there? And they would be like, uh, and just, you know, they don't know. And it's like, if you don't have a plan of how you're actually going to get on the map that you're looking at from point A to point B, what do you expect to happen? Like, and, and here's the thing, I, I'm not trying to say at all that in order to, for something to be sustainable, you have to just slowly work at it. Cause you can totally go zero to hundred if that's something that is sustainable for you. Sustainability does not mean it's not attainable. We're saying that if you want, but if you want to lose weight and have it last, you need to become a healthy person. You can't just, mm -hmm. oh, I have healthy. I am just, I, I just do healthy things. No, because that's not going to last. If you say, oh, I'm going to lose this weight. And then as soon as I lose this weight, I'm going back to my fast food. That's not going to keep the weight off. But if you learn and you start like, and you build the habits such as, you know, moving from I'm getting a burger to I'm going to make a bunless burger at home and cut it up and put it over salad and some ranch. And like, I'm just going to get rid of the carbs and making those small changes over time. What you end up doing is you not only create um, a trust within yourself that you actually can do the thing that you're doing, but you're becoming slowly the person who attracts the success of the goal that you are trying to hit. Because the goal, these big lofty goals that people have, they don't realize that, like you said, it's a fundamental shift to get there, especially if it's a big goal. It's not just going to be something that you just flip a switch and you're changed and that's it. You know, none of what we do in coaching and none of what we do in our lives is really as quick as, um, as people hope it is. But we live in a world of instant gratification where if your internet doesn't load within 0.3 seconds, you're getting annoyed. I know I do sometimes when, the it's, truth? when it's sitting there spinning, I'm like... Come on, right? And I'm like, Nikki, if this was like 20 years ago, you would just be fine, you know? It's like, we live in a world of instant gratification. And so I feel like the reason that habits matter is because the habits are gonna be what gets you on that map. Those are gonna be the pinpoints from point A to point B. And every time, like you said, the compound effect, you start with, I'm going to walk 30 miles, 30 minutes a day. And you get used to walking 30 minutes a day and it gets easy. That's when you add on that 15 minutes and challenge yourself just a little bit more. You know, it's not about... I'm going to break my back trying to get to this goal. It's how can I become the person that this goal makes sense for, mm -hmm. that this attracts, you know, that I can get that success from, you know? Yeah. That be, do, be, do, have, have you ever heard of that? The be, do, have? No, but. Oh my goodness. I'll, I'll introduce it real quick. So it's basically yes. like, um, right. So let's yeah. use like money for an example, like becoming a millionaire. Like when I have, this is how we generally think when I have a million dollars, I will do the things that millionaires do and then I will be a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. Like kind of a silly example, yeah. right? But the way we should be reprogram our mind is to be a millionaire. I need to do what millionaires do and then I will have a million dollars. So it's, yeah. it's just like, like start acting, start behaving, start making the decisions like the person that you want to or, or to have the things that you want to have. Does that make sense? So it's like, yeah. so become the person first. If I want to have, you know, weight loss, what do I have to, who do I have to be? I have to be the person that makes the decisions. I, I have to be the person that follows through on the little promises I make to myself. And so I don't know. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I kind of no, butchered it, that a little really bit, does. but yeah. No, I love it. It really does. And when I would, and I would even take it a step further. It's not even that necessarily like, yeah, the beat you have, but it's like, 
also look at, you know, what's around you when you do, well, say you want to be a millionaire, right? And you're like, well, I'm hanging out with people who don't have jobs, who don't see the value in working hard and who don't want to actually go anywhere. And they don't really seem like they have that drive. You're going to be the, the, the next person on that list who doesn't do anything. But if you want to have a million dollars, if you want to be a person that hangs out or that has a million dollars, who are you hanging out with, right? Like that, that community that we talk about is so important. It's like, who's around you and are they uplifting you and challenging you to become that version of yourself? Because if you're not hanging out with someone who's challenging you to grow and to be and to essentially calling you out a little bit where you go, dang, I'm, I'm feeling it. I need to work harder because I want that. And they're get there. I can see the work that they're putting in. I want to do that too. And then you start asking, like you get those answers, you ask for that help. And they, those people can help get you to that goal. Just like you said, it shortens the learning curve. You and I talked about a little bit about that before we hopped oh, on yeah. this podcast, but but yeah, it's like you have to, it shortens your learning curve and creating those connections while it can be a little bit of a hit to the ego is so important for that growth because you don't know everything. No one knows everything, right? So I would even, like you said, like the bead you have is so important. And then just also remembering that like, it's about all of the things. It's not, it's about you. It's about your community. And it's about what you surround yourself with because that energy, like you and I talk about too, is so, so important. And if you're hanging out with people who don't have a hustler's energy or they don't have someone a driven energy you're not going to feel driven right yeah like i know i know we were talking about this like right like i said right before we were so amped up because you and i just feed off each other's energy so much that it's like we were just going and i was like get ready i was ready to hop off of we weren't even recording and i was ready <laughs> to hop off and start working you know like and i agree with you that you do have i'm i'm taking that with me for sure i love that yeah it's it's good it's it's just a simple reminder like oh like if I want to have a million dollar business, who do I have to become? Who's the person that like, how, how should I behave? How should I carry myself? Like how do what it just, it just, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, okay, well then if I want to have that, then I must become that. Okay. How do I become that? Well, small daily actions, small daily decisions yes. will lead to that. So <laughs> I love it. I also wrote environment as you were talking about community who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. and, and I just want to make something like really, really clear before we go any further, like we are not talking down in any way. I have made so many mistakes. I have, I have failed so many oh, yeah. times in term, in regards of what we're talking about. So I, I am not like, we are not sitting on our high horse telling you what to do. We are just sharing our experience. Like we are in this too. Like we are, we are figuring this out. We are putting all the, the pieces together um, and just, we're, we're trying to make it happen, you know? Absolutely. And, and especially too, once we get, I know we're going to talk quarterly review in a minute and yeah, you know, like, like, you know, he, like you were just saying, yes, we are not high on a high horse. I, we, I mean, even before this, we had a 30 minute conversation about our struggles, genuinely, yeah. you know, like I don't have a problem admitting that and asking for help because I hit that point where it's like, look, I can, I can be on my own and I can try and be proud and be, I got this, I'll, I'll just figure it out altogether. But guess what? Nothing happened when I did that. That's why community is important. That's why leveling up your community and making sure that the people you surround yourself with the habits that they have, that they inspire you, they challenge you and really want, and like that, that they really truly have that best intention, right? Like, obviously we definitely want to make sure that people know to like, keep your community clean y'all make sure, but mm -hmm. you know, just make sure that the people you keep around you and that the things that you keep in your space really uplift you and challenge you because energy, like we, like we always say is so, so important because if you don't feel a certain way, you're not going to do things. So it's really important to make sure that the energy that you keep around you, the energy that you engage with is positive or is that way that you want to be, whether it's positive, negative, driven, 
you know, I don't know, everyone has their own goals. I don't know, but just make sure that you keep your energy good when you're in your goal getting and that you know that no one's perfect. I'm going to step on my goals all the time. We're going to talk about that pretty deeply. Oh yeah. We're going to so. dive in. <laughs> I'm like, 100%. yeah, <laughs> no, I love that. I, um, I think community, the people you surround yourself with is one of the most important things you do. I mean, I read a book earlier this year, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he was talking about this concept of a mastermind. And basically, if you don't know what that is, it's a, um, for people who are listening, Nikki, I know you know what that is, but um, a mastermind is basically just a, a group of people that get together who have very similar goals, who are, who are kind of headed on the same path. And, and you use that, that, that concept, use this, this group setting to kind of fulfill on that. You're the five you're the combination of the five closest, you're, hold on, you're the combination of the five people you spend the most time with, right? And so it's like this mastermind thing, like you can start to get around people who are in it, who are in it with you, who are trying to have the same goal. So I think that's just a really important thing when we're talking about goal setting is like, maybe you feel like you're on an island, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, man, like I have a goal, but like no one else I know is like trying to make this goal, right? Maybe it's like, oh, I want to start a business, but like no one I know, no one in my family has a business. Like no one I know has a business. Like maybe I'm not cut out for this. And I'm telling you, there are so many online communities. Just go on Facebook, search a Facebook group, and you're going to find thousands of people who have the same goals as you or similar mm -hmm. goals, right? And just start surrounding yourself with people like that. And when you're talking about positive energy, and we're talking about environment and sustainability and consistency and all these things, right? Um, and I just think it, it kind of stems from having the vision and then finding people that kind of share that vision, you know? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on finding, that? Yeah, I would agree with you. I think, you know what? It's one, like you said, it's like the bead you have, right? Like, it's like, you want to have this, right? So how can you align everything else? Because like, that's the thing too, is like people try to like put the responsibility sometimes outside of themselves and be like, oh, well, like this is going on and that's why I can't do it. But it's like, align yourself with your goal and then align everything else internally. So your community, your energy, your environment, yeah. the people you're hanging out with, your habits, like all of the things that people think that they need to go externally to find the change is really deep inside their heart. And they just don't want to take the time to sit there and deal with it. So I would agree with you hundred percent that it's really about genuine alignment with who, with yourself and making sure that your external stuff aligns with the inside version of what you want your life to look like. It's my favorite word right now, alignment. Um, it's something That's that, I, really yeah, it's something that I ignored for the longest time, you know, it was like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I love it. I love alignment. Um, and I really want to dive into the quarterly review. I think this is like yeah. such an important thing. Well, let's just, what is it? What, what is this quarterly review and why is it so important? So this quarterly review is important. It is, so basically just a genuine rundown of what it is. You're looking at the last three months, January, February, March, and you're going, what have I done? Hmm. That's literally what this review is. What have I actually done? What are my results? What do I need to do going forward? Now I gave this disclaimer yesterday on my story when I did this. So I'll give this disclaimer here. It's not a process for, uh, to give your, you're not going to be able to give yourself any excuses here. Okay. You need to be accountable for your own shit when you do this, because no one can force you to be honest with yourself and real with yourself on what's going on with you, except you, no one can solve that for you. So the quarterly review is really just looking at the goals that you have and, and going, what went, you know, like, how did it go? Where are we at? Where are we going? 
Can you can you say those one more time? So, so the the three questions basically you're asking during this process are go ahead. Where am I at? Yep. Or how to go? Sorry. Where am I at? And where and what do I need to do to move forward? Cool. Cool. I like that. Sorry, I'm taking and notes. I want to There's a lot of journaling questions that you know you work through, and um, you know, so like in terms of. I mean, I can run through it if you want, like the process. Actually, I kind of, I kind of think that would be really helpful. Yeah, go ahead. Let's yeah, do this thing. Absolutely. Okay. So let's start with the first part. So before I start, I would just like to give a huge shout out to Laura by at Vibing and Thriving. She is incredible, and she actually had posted this, and I saw it and was like, I feel that I need this. And the reason I felt I need this, and the reason I felt so drawn to it, was because I knew that I hadn't hit the goals that I wanted to, and I felt like you know, as I talked about, I'm like, I'm always willing to, to ask for help, but I also feel like it's important to do your own, to do the work and really be objective with yourself. And so I sat down and I made sure to spend, I put like a two hour period and I was like, okay, what went well in the last three months? What was challenging in the last three months? And then what's, what were the biggest lessons that I learned? Um, what were my favorite memories? Now this one, I've, I actually like was kind of fun I feel because it was like bringing me back to like, well, what were the really, really, really good things that happened, right? Like I had some really amazing client transformations that I wrote down that I was like not thinking about. Um, and then the last question in this section, which was like probably, this is the one that called me out <laughs> that took me a little bit of time was, was I honoring my values and the way I've been being mm, cool. towards my goals? How and what, what would have been lacking? And I had to really sit there and look at the piece of, I was so uncomfortable during this, you guys, I kept checking my phone. I just want you to know it wasn't out of, I would check, I would literally put the pen down and check my phone because I'm like, oh, I'm getting uncomfortable. Oh, I'm getting uncomfortable. Like I'm calling myself out, you know? And I had to be like, am I? Was I? How was I? And how wasn't I? Because let's be real here. This is why we're doing this. Let's be honest with ourselves. And it wasn't until that, that I was like, okay, we're really going in on this review. <laughs> this is happening. So that's when I moved into the second part. So the second part is like, your goals and the strict straight up review. We're talking results only here. Like this is the nitty gritty business side of things. That's like, you can't BS yourself here. Did you accomplish what you wanted to is the first question. And I will be very quite honest with you. And I was very honest on my story yesterday. I did not hit any of my goals that I had set for myself in the last three months, which was being consistent in my physical fitness it was building up my coaching business and getting an X number of clients that I didn't get. Um, it was journaling every day, which I did not do. Um, you know, like there were certain things that I had set aside for myself that, and mind you, these are daily small actions that I was struggling with keeping consistent. And so that I did have, this is like, that was one of those things for me where I'm like, okay, am I eating my own dog food? When I tell my clients, Hey, you should be journaling all the time. You should be doing this, doing this, doing this. Am I doing that? Because in this moment, I had to realize that I wasn't. And I had and and I had to kind of catch myself back up and be like, okay, we need to reevaluate. So how did each goal go? Your fitness goal, your business goal, your um, family relationship. Maybe you're trying to save a certain amount of money, whatever it is. You know, how did each goal go? What worked and what didn't? Um, what were the lessons that you've learned? Like what are, what lessons after doing that part of the review can you take away? as being, okay, this is something I'm learning about myself, that I struggle with consistency, that I struggle with, you know, slowing down. You know, for me, I, you and I both, we're both really heavy hitting. We love to go get, we love to go after things. 
but I struggle with slowing down at times and really just giving myself time to decompress and really like genuinely let myself breathe sometimes. And so journaling has been something that I'm really trying to implement now because it does slow me down and give me that time. And then the final part of that is just preparation for Q2, which is what values and ways of being will be my focus for Q2. So this is talking only about April, May, and June. So now we're talking about future focus, just the next three months, breaking it down. Because it, like, you, like we said earlier, if you have a goal that's a year away, you're never going to, it's gone. <laughs> like, right? But if you're only going in three months, two month increments, you can keep yourself on track a little bit more. It's easier. So I love that. The next question is, what am I craving in the next three months? How do I want to feel when I sit down in the next three months from now? Ah, it hit me. Okay. So my story was, is that he says, if you give yourself three days to clean your room, it'll take you three days to clean mm -hmm. your room. <laughs> but if you give yourself three hours to clean your room, you'll clean your room in three hours. Right. So it's like, yep. really, that's why when we say like breaking down those goals, it's like, if you set your goal way out here and then you have nothing to go off of, you're going to get off track. And like you said, so that's why it's important to just stay on track, you know, make sure that you're really aware of like what you're doing. Um, and then the last couple questions were, what is one simple, not extreme, one simple thing that I can do today that will get me one step closer to the goal? What is one habit I could think of that I can start implementing, right? What is one, because there's a million things I'm sure that we could all think of that we could do better, but what is just one of them? that I could, that's like a big, like a bite-sized chunk that I can actually implement in my life that could be sustainable. And how can I make progress towards the goal, but also enjoy the process, have fun during the process. Because again, it's a, that same thing about fitness goals. People go, go into their fitness journey being like, I have to work out and I have to eat healthy and I have to do this. And it's just, Ugh. right. Mm. Like you're never going to lose the weight if you're thinking about it like that. But if you're going, I'm going to go hiking and I'm going to go do all these new trails so I can go see all these mountains because I just really want to, I want to have a good view when I work out. I like to hike. Find what works for you, right? Like how can I, how can you enjoy this transformation? Even if it's maybe one that you you might not necessarily be like super excited about, like weight loss sometimes for people, especially if they've been overweight for a long time, it doesn't sound fun, right? But the results of it are fun. I can tell you that from experience because I've sure. done it, <laughs> you know? But in that moment, I remember being like, when I first started my fitness journey, a year into it, I was not having results because I my mindset wasn't the right way. Because I was thinking about it as a, I have to do all these things, not my body is healthy enough and I want to be able to do all these things. I yeah. want those, you know, those after pictures and things like that. And then just like the typical, what is your goal for Q2 that you want to focus on? But yeah, that quarterly review, man, it really got to me this time around. I It was my first time doing it, but it was so in, influential and impactful just being, having that objective view over kind of, like you said, like an objective view, like what, what I didn't, didn't do. It was eye-opening. It was a little bit intimidating, definitely a vulnerable experience for me and a little, little ego tapping, but it was, it was a good experience and I can't recommend it enough, honestly. But you now, now tell me though, we talked sure. about this. You just did something like that, right? Right. Yeah. You just did your own version, right? So tell me a little bit about that one. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I, I just did my first face. So I started a Facebook group like last week, super, super new. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I got, I got this iPad. So I'm going to be doing a lot of like trainings, a lot of like in-depth trainings on some concepts that I'm learning some things that I could really think that could really bring some value. And I did my first live. I did my first live. It was like 35 minutes long. I did a training and I could have just said, okay, I did it. Check 
awesome, went well, and then just went about my day, went about my week, and then um, next Monday, just do it again. But I personally am in the pursuit of mastery. I mean, that's kind of a thing that I, it's like one of my values. It's like the thing that I really am drawn to. Like I am in the pursuit of mastery. And then that be, do, have, okay, if I'm going to have mastery in a specific thing, who do I have to become? I have to become someone that looks at my product, looks at the thing I just created as look like, I have to look at it like a scientist and go, okay, or a doctor, right? What is, what went well? What did not go well? What, what could be improved upon next time? And so I have, I basically, all I did is I just did a, a T graph, right? On the one side, I said, what went well? And then on the other side, I said, what can be improved upon? So what went well on the, on the, what went well when I did it? Okay. My energy was great. The lighting was great. The background was great. The length of it was great. The connection of my iPad, the engagement was great. Like I listed all the things that went really well and that I can replicate. And then on the other side, I was like, okay, what didn't go so well, right? So I went through and I, I'm a little bit more critical on myself than I, than, you know, whatever. So I oh, had a nice long, yeah, hundred percent. So I had a nice <laughs> long list of what, what I could be, what could be approved upon. But what I, what I did in that moment, it, and it was, it was a little uncomfortable. I do not, I do not like the sound of my voice. I do not like the way I, I interact on camera. I just, I personally get a little cringy when I watch it. Right. And I'm, I'm sure people can relate to that as well. Um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm experiencing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So after 35 minutes of watching myself, I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is, I'm so glad it's over. However, I learned a lot during that process of like not looking at it like an emotional human being like I am, right? I could have been like, oh, like, you know, it was my first time, like, oh, well, like I could have, you know, it was like, no, like what did not go well? Like yeah. I was not clear on this point. Why? Why was I not clear on that point? Oh, because I, whatever, lack of preparation or, you know, whatever it was. Right. And so I don't know. I just, it was um, such an incredible experience. It was definitely vulner vulnerable. Um, it was definitely uncomfortable, but at the end, when I looked at the notes kind of um, just like a bird's eye view, I was like, wait a second, there were some really good things that happened. And there was definitely some things that need to be improved upon. Well, guess what? I get a, I get another at bat on Monday and I'm going to take the things that I wasn't as prepared on. And when I do a next training, which will be a completely different topic. So it'll be a little bit more challenging, right? Cause I'm not like doing the same thing over again, but I can be like, okay, well, hold on. The story that I was planning on telling, I wasn't super prepared on. And I, my, my drawing was scattered and I was too close, whatever it was. Right. But now I'm looking at it like a scientist. And so when I do it again, when I get another at bat, like I can, I can go for it and I can make those adjustments and get better and continue to be on a pursuit of mastery. And so that's what you're doing with your quarterly review, right? You go three months. It's like, okay. Um, what went well, things went well, things went well, right? Things went mm -hmm. well during those three months, but there are definitely some things I needed to improve upon. Did I hit all my goals? No, I did not. Did I hit any of my goals? No, I did not. Okay. I'm a scientist. Let me look at it and mm -hmm. let me make adjustments, right? What can I do? What can I do to improve? What can I do to be more consistent? What can I do with my environment? Could my environment be shifted to better support the goals that I have? All that kind of stuff. So I do, I do think that the process that we're discussing is vital for growth. I think it is so important. And that's why I'm so glad that we're, we're doing this today, because I really do think, and it's uncomfortable. And I think that's why I don't do it as often as I, as I probably should. I mean, I just, it's a reminder me I'm on a pursuit of mastery. What do I have to do to be a master? Well, I have to get uncomfortable. Change is going to be uncomfortable for everybody. Our brain doesn't like it. It just doesn't. So I think that that's something that's really important for everybody or anybody who, who listens to this to understand is that our brain doesn't like change period. Biologically, does not like it. So being uncomfortable, 
being out of our comfort zone, being vulnerable is the right feelings when you're going through these process. If you feel uncomfortable, you're on the right path because who you have to become in order to get those goals isn't the same you. And that does mean actually having to change yourself. And I know that sometimes it's hard to have that self-awareness and have that moment with yourself, but it's like your brain will stop you from doing anything before anyone else even gets a chance to knock you down. Hmm. So you have to beat your brain before you, before that. And your comfort zone isn't plastic. It's elastic. You can move it out slowly, slowly, slowly. You don't have to blow right past it. Right. And I think that's why these habits are so important is because it's like your habits are, are implementing the processes to create the change that you want without overwhelming you with change. I think that's a super huge. That's why I, I you stress it, sustainability and habits so much is because of that. Um, and I know that you do too. I, we talk about habits all the time, both of us. Um, but yeah, that's really why it's such a heavy hitter for me is like those moments when you do that too, uh, build confidence in yourself, build trust in yourself. Like, oh, I can do this. I'm not just disappointing myself by not getting up today. I can do this. And then you do it a little bit more and a little bit more. And like, that's where the confidence grows. And that's where that change comes from. That's spot on, spot on. My, my tagline, the thing that I tell myself every single day is just follow through on the little promises you make to yourself. You know, yeah. when I'm, when I'm scrolling on TikTok, I don't know if you have a TikTok, but I'm scrolling on TikTok and I go, I am going to do one more minute. And at the end of that one minute, if I don't, and I just continue to scroll, I'm like, you know what, whatever, let me just keep going. That's when I start losing respect for myself. But when I go, that's yep. a si silly example. Let, uh, this is a better example. No, that was kind true. of a silly one. That's but so like, true, let's say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's say I it's like, okay, hundred percent. Like I, I set my alarm for 6am, right? I'm going to wake up at 6am and then you hit snooze and then you comes, you know, 607, it comes on again, you hit snooze again, like little by little, you, you're starting to not you. Me, I started losing respect for myself. Again, I'm not talking down. I'm talking right. from experience. I started losing respect for myself. I'm like, man, like mm -hmm. it's 630. I'm still in bed. I told myself I'd get it up at six. Like I need to make a change. I need to make a decision. I need to, to, to make, I mean, I need to make this change. And so um, mm -hmm. if I have a goal of waking up at 6 a.m., the decision is when the alarm goes off at 6 a.m., I'm going to get up, you know? But then it's, you know, I can go on and on and on. I love this stuff. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think one of the biggest things, <clears throat> one of the biggest things that I think we could take away from all this is, is you can have goals, right? We have goals. We have big goals. We have a lot to what we want to achieve and, and accomplish and, and become, right? But we have to, we have to break it down into a daily action plan, into a, a plan that can be supported by your environment, by your community, but also um, that aligns, right? It's like, okay, I have these goals. Does the environment, do my daily decisions, does everything align with those goals? And it, I think it's interesting. It's like, I'm going to do these quarterly reviews too, moving forward, because it's like, okay, I have these goals, but I didn't hit them. Okay, why? You know, and then just being a scientist. I don't know, Nikki, this is such a cool conversation. I think it's going to be one of those oh, episodes I, I listen to a few times through and just keep picking up new, new golden nuggets. So really, just, really, really, I really fun. love that. I love that so much because you're right too. Like, and, and I'll even take it a step further. Something I work with my mm -hmm. clients on is it's not even just necessarily losing respect, but what you end up doing is you, is you break integrity with yourself. Yeah. Every time that you say, I have, I am making this commitment. And I, and then you don't show up for it. You're saying, well, your word doesn't matter. Well, your word doesn't matter. And you break integrity. And that's when people start getting into these downward spirals of feeling like they can't do anything. And it's because how many times did you hit the snooze button this morning? 
You know, how many times did you push yourself today? Right. And like, that's why I, and I just love that. I know you're going to, we're, we talked briefly about book recommendations. I'm so yes. excited because literally everything you're talking about right now, I'm about to blow your mind on how to fix it because I know, I know the path now. <laughs> Let's dive in. Let's dive in. What is it? Oh, okay. So if anybody has not already, please, please, please go and pick up or go read about the five second rule. So the five second rule by Mel Robbins, if you guys haven't heard of it, is essentially a way to action yourself into doing whatever it is that you don't want to do. Um, I've learned from experience. Some, the reason that I was getting away from my fitness routine, for example, is because I would fix, put so many things in my schedule and it would just fall off. Oh, I don't want to do that today. I, I don't have the time. I don't, I snooze your, your alarm, right? All these things. Well, what you do is you break that integrity with yourself and you go, well, I don't, I don't keep promises to myself, right? So if you're someone who's in that position, I feel like I've, like we talked about, I was feeling like I was having a little bit of a block and like, I was really struggling to really get things done sometimes because of our, my feelings about the way it was, right? We're all going to have to do things that aren't going to be the most fun. For example, I don't necessarily always want to go work out, but I know that it's good for me. And I know that, it's, that if I don't, I don't show up well, hundred percent anywhere else in my life. And so the five second rule actually came from an alarm fun fact. Mm. And what she did is she said, uh, she was an alcoholic. She was in, almost in a failing marriage. She couldn't get a hold on herself or her life. And she wasn't doing anything. And she was just struggling, couldn't find a job. And she had seen on TV, a rocket launch. And they know they count down. They're like 10, nine, they get all the way to one. And it's like, boom, lift off and they're gone. Right. So she's like, what if I just try that? When my alarm goes off, instead of hitting snooze, I'm going to five, four, three, two, one, get myself out of bed. Hmm. And what that does is it, your brain, if you have an idea or a goal or anything like that, it can kill it within five seconds. How many times have you had a brilliant idea? And then you are like, oh my gosh, I want to go talk to that person. And then it's like, oh, don't do it. They might think you're this, nothing. And then like, you just stop your brain, kill, like that ego, that brain, it'll, it'll get you because it's trying to protect you. It just needs to make sure that things are good, but you can action yourself through that. And that's something that I was really struggling with. I was procrastinating a lot. I wasn't getting in the gym. And I've been really implementing that ever since I started reading this book of like, I'm just going to try it. Like I decided, I was like, I'm terrible. Like I've been so bad at getting up with my alarm. I've been feeling really disappointed in my lack of consistency and all this stuff. And I was like, I'll try it. Right. Like it was kind of yeah. like, screw it. I'll get, she tried it that way. I'm going to try it that way. And I was reading her book and she's talking about all these people who just like five, four, three, two, one, their way into fitness, into getting up out of bed, into changing their lives, into quitting drinking, into quitting drugs or quitting an attitude, just being frustrated, being like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. Five, four, three, two, one, I'm going to choose a different choice. Because what it does is it takes your attention away and it focuses on going to this action. And when you do that, you create what's called activation energy. And especially this is, especially when you get up out of bed, it's like when it's challenging and you get up out of bed anyways, and you get up, how do you feel, right? Yeah. You just did it. Boom. I did Incredible. that shit. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you want to keep that, don't you? You want to keep that momentum, that good energy. And like every time that you can five, four, three, two, one, your way into something or out of something, you build trust with yourself. You build like, I can do this. I did that thing because our nerves are always going to come and try and stop us from doing something. It's just, can we put ourselves limiting beliefs that are always going to be there aside and stop listening to them for long enough to be brave enough to go after the goal or whatever it is that you really want? Because like I said earlier, the only person capable of stopping you from doing something truly 
is you inside your brain before anyone else even gets a chance. You won't talk about an idea out loud before, unless your brain has somehow given you the okay and you've really pushed yourself past it, right? Like that's how words happen. So you have to beat your brain at times with these moments. And I think that having that that five second rule and really trying to implement it in my life, like I am getting up on my alarm. I have felt the last few days, especially now I'm really implementing it. I'm like actually seeing it and really feeling that empowerment that comes from standing up and doing something. And I don't know if you've tried this, but if you are someone who struggles, um, Colin, I don't know if you do, but if anyone else on here is struggling with actually getting up and doing something that they know that they want to do, they know that they should do, they know that they could be doing, but that their brain is going, "Mm, I don't want to go and walk the dog. I don't want to go and run this mile. I don't want to like snap yourself out because that's how you do it. Five, four, three, two, one, get out of your chair and start walking. You'll figure it out when you get there, right? It's like, how often have you started talking? And you're like, oh, I don't know if I should say this. And then you start talking. You're like, well, now I have to finish. That's exactly what you're doing is you're going, I already started. So I have to finish. Right. Guilty as charged. I no, 100%. 100%. So same. Yeah. It has been such a game changer. I mean, I told you, I'm like, I'm almost done with this book. I've had it less than a week because I was just so blown away by the, the simplicity but the effectiveness of one simple shift, right? And like we were saying earlier, it's like those small, small decisions that build the trust, that build the confidence in yourself. Every time you five, four, three, two, one, your way into something or doing something, you're proving to yourself that you can, right? Every time you step out of your comfort zone, you can do it. All those things that held you back. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, they'll think this. Well, they were paying your bills. You did it. Congrats. Be proud of yourself right? Like go after it, use this rule, use whatever you need to do, but get up and start going because the time doesn't stop passing regardless of your choice. Yeah. I absolutely love everything about that. So I'm doing the 75 hard challenge, which my community definitely has is so sick of me talking about it, but it is so powerful because, because <laughs> it's daily decisions. Like every single day, you know, do I want to do this or do I want to do this? Well, it's a decision, you know? And so I'm on day 67 right now. So I'm feeling really good, but I was on the phone. I was on the phone with um, a new friend of mine and she is on her sixth week. So what is that? You know, like day 40 something. Right. And so she's, she's about halfway through it. And she was saying how powerful this, this concept is of just following through on the promise you make to yourself or just make all these small daily decisions. So she says, she says, I was doing it for my, 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 it was like a mental challenge for myself, but she goes, I'm having a physical transformation because of it. Um, and my business has grown. She's like, it's my business has doubled in the last six weeks. And she's like, and the, my relationship with my boyfriend has gotten so much better. And I was like, Whoa, you know, I was like, why, why? And she Mm -hmm. goes, I think it's just because I have so much more confidence because I'm following through. I'm doing the things Mm -hmm. that I told myself I do. And I said, I said, it's, it's, I think, I think myself included guilty as charged, guilty as charged. I think we overcomplicate things. I think we like, I'm I'm guilty. Like I am so guilty with this is that I overcomplicate a lot of things where it's like, wait a second. It's simple. Just follow through. Just do it. When you say you're going to do it, just do it. And I daily after day after day. And I, and I keep following through. I'm like, wait a second. I've lost. So talk about weight transformation. I've lost 23 and a half pounds since I started this. Was that my goal? Was that like my intention? Like I'm going to lose a bunch of weight kind of a little bit, but like, not really. It was just like, I wanted to revamp myself. I just want to like kind of reinvent myself. I wanted to do this thing and prove that I could do it. But then I had this massive transformation. I'm the, I'm as light as when I was in college. 
I feel incredible. My energy is top notch. And I just, it's, it's be, I don't know. It's just so, it's so amazing. I love everything that we've talked about today. I Cause that. I, yeah. And, and I think one last thing is that, that, that five second rule is such a tactical thing. It's so real. It's not, we're not talking in theory. We're not talking concepts or like, you know, all these things that we can get kind of lost in. It's like really, really tactical. Like you can start doing that today. When, the, when I, when we end this podcast, it's like, all right, what's my, what's the number one thing I can do right now? All right, five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to go do it. Tactical, you know? Yeah. Yep, it. absolutely. I mean, that's gotten me in the gym the last two days straight, actually, is being like, it's always the end of the day, right? When I've been working and you're doing all this stuff and it's just like, oh, now I have to go to the gym. Like mentally I'm exhausted. And I literally did that. I was like, you're literally already wearing the clothes. You set yourself up for success by putting on the clothes this morning so that yes. you were already ready to go. You know, so right. I was like, you can't, yeah, like you, you can't bitch out on this one, Nikki, like five, four, three, two, one, get your ass up and go to the gym. Like, and I did. And I felt like I, and, and, and you, I'm sure you've experienced this. I'm sure you will once you, if you start using this, I will be honest, guys. I literally started reading this book being like, sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's going to be this easy to just change my life, right? Like straight up guys read this book. And I guarantee you, if you start implementing the role, it will change your life. I didn't realize it, but the more stories I'm reading, the more ways that you see people actually really, truly implementing it into their lives to just do small things from five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to take out the trash and stop scrolling on Instagram. Like you said earlier, it's like, I'm going to give myself one more minute. I do that too. I do. I'll be like, when it hits three, like right now, when it hits 341, I'm going to stop. Right. But it's also taking the action of like, okay, five, four, three, two, one. This is my cutoff point. I don't know about you, but this, the activation that we talked about, um, do you remember when you were a kid? Like, this is just another example for people if they really need to understand why this is so powerful. If you remember as a kid, when your mom, when you'd be doing something you shouldn't be doing, or you're just like chilling, you know, like, and your mom's like, you need to come over here. And you're like, no. And they're like, you need to get over here. And you're like, no. And you're like, if I have to get to, if I count down to one and you're not over here, like, you yep. don't need to find out what happens to when you're like, shit, I need to go. I need to get up. I need to get over to where my mom is now. Right. Because it doesn't matter what the end result is. You just know that what, what, what will happen with you not doing it is so bad <laughs> that you don't want to find out. Right. Yeah. So it's kind mm -hmm. of that same thing. Like, I know that I feel super guilty if I don't go to the gym every day that I would get up and be like, oh, I didn't go to the, I'm not going to the gym. Like not going to the gym in two weeks. I didn't go today. It's like every single time that's, I know how that's how I'm going to feel. So now it's like, I'm five, four, three in my way and being like, Nikki, you know, you feel better. You know, you do well. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's get, let's go. Right. And I know that the after effect of that is going to be a good feeling. And so that's kind of where that can come into play too, is it's like, act as if it's like, I don't want to find out the result, get up and go do it. Right. Cause what, what's yeah. the worst that could happen? It's about training yourself to take the action more than anything else. hundred percent. And just building momentum. You know, small right. little things just builds momentum. I love it. This is one of been one of my favorite conversations. Nikki, where, where, where can people go? Where can people in my community go to follow you, to learn more about you, to engage with you? Because um, I think they're going to really want to do that. Where can they go? Absolutely. Where's the best place? Absolutely. Um, so you guys can probably find me mostly on Instagram. Uh, my user handle is at Nikki Morton with two N's at the end. It's N-I-K-K-I-M-O-R-T-O-N-N. -N. Morton like the salt, y'all. <laughs> I love that. And I'll make sure I put all that in the uh, show notes. And I'm actually gonna, I'll link the Mel Robbins book below as well, because I think that, that um, 
I'm going to buy it. As soon as we get up here, I'm going to buy it because I do know that that's going to make a significant impact in my life. So Nikki, thank you so much for real. This has been an amazing, amazing talk. Um, you're just incredible. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.